Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day. It's a good day. Just don't blend. Just do not blend. It's a good day for a good time with good hay. Look, you know it, the world is having a good time when there's a new Mortal Kombat movie in theaters. That's what I'm. That's my theory right now. It feels like the '90s again. Yeah, and like I'm so, I'm very very pleased because I, I one of my earliest memories. Was watching Mortal Kombat yeah. in the cinemas mm-hmm. with my brother and my dad. Oh, those are fun times. Yeah, fun times. Much simpler times. Um, I, I believe the movies were still kind of like a, they were skirting on PG thirteen around that time. Um, so it was a much more family friendly experience. I can't say the same for the current version <laughs> of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Every other line was fuck, so no. <laughs> it's a little aggressive. They got their R rating. They it, deserved it. Yeah, it was they a little aggressive. It. But they like, I, got, I man, it 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 felt like it felt it felt like life was simple again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> man. You know, the first Mortal Kombat movie came out in 1995. That was at, that was when I was at my peak of my martial arts prowess. <laughs> so I was super into it. You don't talk about that much. Like, well, what? There's what? not much to talk about. Uh, I was kind of a taekwondo prodigy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Northern Virginia something something seat regional. I entered a tournament as a yellow belt. Uh-huh. Like that's your second belt, and there's tournaments already. Yeah, and I got th- first place in all categories. All right, form. Combinations and something else, sparring. I think not sparring, but not actual sparring. Like, so you'd never actually like fought anybody. Sparring. It was more just like you can you can do these dances. I have discipline. <laughs> They're aggressive dances of self defense. But like, isn't the whole point of martial arts training that like I know it's not like o- o- offense. Yeah, but you like shouldn't you at least like you know. Test your might. <laughs> not not for a, a suburban American kids in the nineties. It. it was just for like a place to go. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, but like I was super into it. Like I remember watching it, and there was this one. Did it bring you like closer emotionally to like the Karate Kid? Oh, a little to the Karate Kid specifically, or like Cobra Kai in general? Like you know, like the whole like the world of dojos and like mm-hmm. going to strip mall dojos and like learning from some. 50-something-year-old man. Dude, that was just my life, man. Like, yeah. I used to go seems, almost every day. It seems so cool. Like, my parents were... I, like, I only know this from movies. Oh, they never enrolled you in anything? Yeah, I only know this, like, scenario from movies. Um, that, you you know, you're, like, going to the strip mall dojo yep. and, like, learning things from some guy. Multiple and, strip like, malls? Yes, I've been to those. Yes. Yeah. And, like, my, my, my parents were just never about that. Like, they're, my, my parents are fairly risk-averse. Yes. But they're pacifists, I, yeah, but like the the risk averse and like you know that's that sense of like you know don't do rugby, don't like do martial arts, you did don't do, rugby. do like th- yeah, exactly, um, like avoid all bodily harm of sorts. <laughs> they're like a little bit paranoid in that sense. So I never got that experience as a kid, 
And like I see myself as an adult, like kind of craving it, but also like low key being like kind of lazy. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, you know it's super fun. Like, yeah, I, I, just, I was just always into martial arts as a kid, watching all the movies, uh, American Ninja, the uh, Three Ninjas, a lot of ninja based stuff. Which is weird because I think like in the eighties it was all about karate, and then the nineties it was all about taekwondo. I remember Beverly Hills Ninja. Yep, that was a good one. Wait, is that Chris Farley? Yeah, yes. Chris Farley, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That movie was so good. I, I kind of want to just, like, side topic. I, I want to go on, like, a whole, like... Chris Farley? Like a, like a 90s movie. Or, like, these are technically 80s movies, but I watched them in the 90s. No, no, no. Uh, Chris... Brother Hills Ninja, I, I was, if I had to guess, is 94. Yeah? Let's check. Okay. Whatever it is. I, I, I want to rewatch all those movies that, like, I, I haven't seen since I was, like, a child. Yeah, do it. But they were not kids' movies. You know, like, you know those movies that you mm-hmm, saw when you were a kid? Like, you know it's not a kid movie, but you're watching it because it's, like, bright and, like, funny. Um, but, you know it's meant, but you know it's meant for an older audience. Yes. And I haven't seen them since. Like, surely there are jokes in there that went over our heads. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. And I love rewatching things like that and, like, rediscovering it, but also, like, connecting to what's familiar. Oh, dude, Beverly Hills Ninja was 97. Ah. Plus, it had Liu Kang in it. Yes, I it did. I completely forgot about yes, that. Yes, it did. Oh my gosh, I want to watch that. Now. Robin Show. What's I, I, I really want to watch that now. He's <laughs> sixty right now. Wow. I'm at what? Yeah. It was how? Wow. I'm having like very vague memory flashbacks of Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, I just I really remember the poster. Like it was like the reddish background. Chris Farley doing like a split or something in the air. I can't remember. Um, another one of those movies that I remember as a kid and I haven't seen since. Uh, Drop Dead Fred. I've never seen that. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I don't remember much about it, but um it's like apparently it's become like a bit of a meme since. Like it's had a bit of it had like a slight meme resurgence like a few years ago. Uh, yeah, I um, feel like I've heard about it in that context, but yeah, not Yeah. But I haven't like taken time to rewatch it. It's a ridiculous movie. I doubt it's any good, but I really want to watch it again because I watched the hell out of that VHS oh, when I, I was younger. Like, I've seen, like the guy in the green jacket seems very familiar to right? me. Right? Uh, Neve Campbell, right? Uh, or Neve Campbell look alike? No, wait. She does look like... Oh, it's Phoebe Cates. Yeah, same thing. Um, and yeah, you know, dark-haired bombshells yeah. kind of situation. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 91. Anyway, in case you can't tell, we just watched Mortal Kombat. We did. We watched Mortal Kombat, and it's just like, it's so fun because, like, we've been doing movie nights in the house and everything, but it's just different in a cinema. It totally is. We went to a cinema for the first time, and, like, I think it was just us and, like, another bunch of people in the back. Like, two or three other people in the back. I mean, we did go 2 p.m. on an afternoon. That is true. Which is, like, you know, when you think about the benefits of being a freelancer, an artist, like, that's one of the benefits. Just going to movies with no one else in there. Empty cinemas. It's uh, it's a privilege that very few people will know. Indeed. Um, unless you take a fake MC. But, like, it's just been so long and I miss it. Yeah, like, that's good. Like, I low-key do miss, like, hearing sounds and, like, seeing people take their phones out and, like, laughing a little bit too loud. <laughs> and, you know, all the little, like, awkwardness like, all the little, like, tiny awkward things that happen in, like, a full theater. Is that, like, community? Are you talking about community? Yeah. Like, the <laughs> things that made me frustrated before would, like, annoy me before. Now it's, like, 
Hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you don't you, miss the water till the well runs dry. Yeah, man. When you told me to go behind you and kick your chair, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> um, but Mortal, early, early, early episode movie review. But um, I was very delightfully oh, me too. surprised me by too. Mortal Kombat. Like, I was expecting, like, Transformers level, like, Pacific Rim 2 level, like... Kong Skull Island level kind of just messy. Well, I, I know they nonsense. didn't have that kind of budget because that, that only kind of messiness can only come when you have way more money than you have cents. Mm. More dollars than cents. That's a thing, right? Okay, that's. Back the but yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like it was like, you know, it was tight. Mm. It was like considered. Um, the, I mean, the main tough thing with making a video game movie is that you have to explain a bunch of shit. And, you know, and, and they didn't care. They, they, I, I feel like they tried, like, their best to, yeah. like, give us enough. Yeah. But they didn't try too hard, they and they know. didn't, like, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just like, there's a tournament. Yeah. Yeah, great. There's a now tournament, fight. and then people are going to incrementally get superpowers. That was hilarious. I, I Not really MK lore, but... I, I, it's fine. Yeah, I like who, that. Who gives a shit about NK Lord? I'm, I'm just imagining the writers in the room. It's like, how do we have a story arc? Also, how are we going to explain that they have magic powers? <laughs> <gasps> That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in the movie, they have to, like, the big thing is like, yeah, you're chosen to fight, but you know how, like, in the Mortal Kombat games, people are like fireballs and shit? Yeah. So, this is set in the real world? Anyway, we're like, they're like, real world. They had iPhones. Exactly. Oh, yeah, good point. That apparently had battery that lasted forever and ever. I didn't. Yeah, or maybe never, Raiden charged it. They never charged it once. Oh my god! Now that's a superpower worth having. Yeah, Raiden just like touches the phone and full mm. charge. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny how it was like everyone's character was reflected in their journey to get their superpower. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, it was. It was actually surprisingly well done. How was Kano's journey reflected in his laser pirate eye? Oh, he's just. He's just. He set up the journey. Like, he's the first one to show that it can be done. Spoiler, I guess. Right. Really. Uh, but yeah, and he's just like, I'm an angry guy. <laughs> to find the Akani. Pew! Seeing red. Oh, Laser eye. That's Pew. what it is. <laughs> but like, I. Beyond everything, because it's, it's far from a perfect movie. It's, it's a little bit of a mess sometimes, and the pacing is all over the place. And you can tell that, yeah, the budget's a little bit rough. But what they. They, they used their budget very intelligently. Yeah, the choreography was great. Yeah. You know? And like, Above everything, you can just tell that they made this movie with a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, it's very different when you watch a movie, like John said, has more money than sense. Mm. Ooh. Um, it's very different when you watch a movie that has had every aspect of it. You can tell that, like, there was, like, a lot of thought put into it. As yeah. opposed to just kind of, like, just make that the most generic version of that it can be. Yeah. I can't quite think of a reference right now, but... More like, like, like Blair Witch Project had zero money, but they had a great idea and they just went for it. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm just thinking more like, okay, you know, like the early critiques of Zack Snyder's DC films. People okay. were saying that there was this very beautiful, high budget, but very little consideration was put behind like the characters and their actions mm-hmm. and like the choices. Seemingly at the time, people have differing opinions now. Yeah, but at the time, a lot of people were just like, you know, it looks beautiful, but it's a waste because like these characters are making, like, bonkers-ass, very uninformed, like, you clearly just wanted to move the plot along yeah. kind of decisions. Yeah. As opposed to something like this where you can tell that they actually did their research yeah. and, like, they bothered to, like, really figure what a viewer f- of this franchise would like to see. So even if it wasn't, like, spectacularly insane, like, you can feel the heart. You can feel yeah. the 
passion of the filmmakers. And there's a good amount of fan service that... Well, actually, I don't know. Because part of me was like, I wonder what it's like to watch this movie having never played a Mortal Kombat game before. Probably horrible. Pretty confusing, I'd imagine. Yeah, Pretty because bad. towards like the second half of the movie, they're basically just introducing characters with not a lot of like meat behind yeah, it. Yeah, to be fair, there was like three characters. I'm like, that, is like, that a newer fighter? Yeah. I've never heard of them before. Yeah. No, oh, some no. of them are from the newer games. Right, right, right. But it's like, imagine that feeling... Hmm. but for every character of the game, for yeah, every character crazy. in the movie. And that's basically like what someone coming in fresh would be yeah. feeling. It's just like, oh, there's that guy, and there's that guy, and there's that guy with a mask. And they were like, that guy got his arms ripped off? That was so unexpected. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, like enjoyable time. Very and enjoyable. like uh, Halfway through the movie, I just knew that this was one of those movies that I'm going to watch again. Yeah. Like, I'm just for, just, you know, just because. No doubt. Like one of those, like 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 one of those, like a uh, like a uh, Thor Ragnarok kind yeah, of movies, yeah, yeah. you know, like a movie that I can just put on. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I feel like I feel like this is a movie I'd want to introduce to like some friends. Be like, guys, <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Really easy, really fun though. Who was your MK MVP for the movie? Yeah, uh, Kung Lao was pretty dope. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have to give it up to him, mm-hmm. which is weird because I always thought he was like it was a, such a stupid design with his. Yeah, his, He's dope. Kung Lao's the best. Hat. I always thought he was the best. It's hard because I was a Johnny Cage guy, and he wasn't in this movie, so I was like, okay. Yes. Right, so I can't. I live. I ha- I was bias free, so I'm like, I was a Kung Lao guy because you could do the move where he throws his hat on the ground and then like, like basically, right? like yeah, basically, it's really hard to avoid getting hit yeah. unless you're like good at the game. Man, this was an incredibly violent game. Like I feel like if this ver uh, sorry favorite movie I feel like if this version of the movie came out in the nineties where people were like oh Mortal Kombat's so bad yeah people would point to this movie and, and then some people would be like e- you might be right <laughs> 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 this was an incredibly violent movie but it was like it it was weird because it was like it was so you never took it seriously like I think the violence was so over the top that it was right. just like I can't buy this and therefore I just it was yeah it was just light it was somehow light <laughs> with how gory it was it, is that does that make sense at all I think a lot, much know I, what Mortal Kombat I'm is. not sure for no. me like part of it is that you go in expecting violence yeah. but I will admit when they show that very first scene of hyper violence yeah. with Kung Lao yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like oh fuck I forgot that we're in a Mortal Kombat <laughs> movie I was like oh yeah I forgot because so far it's just kind of been like punching and like freezing and like that's about it and yeah. then suddenly it's like hard cut to like spoilers getting sliced vertically in half yep um and i was like ooh, but now i i just realized what movie i'm watching yep. and it was kind of glorious yeah <laughs> yeah everything just worked even the voice like you you knew people were gonna say get over here people were gonna say you know fatality and i was like every time it came out i'm like I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Flawless victory. Flawless victory. Worked. Yeah, that worked. <laughs> so perfectly. stupid. Such a great So delivery. schlocky. I wonder how many times he did that. He had that take. Yeah. But also it's different because like, like okay, for example, um, throwback to Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry, by the way, listener, if you care about, None you don't give a shit about Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry. Mortal Kombat was like my shit. Mortal Kombat Trilogy was the first game my brother and I like really, really got into. Oh, yeah. Because there were so many characters. Did you ever play Mortal Kombat Trilogy? Never even heard of it. What what system was that? Mortal Kombat Trilogy. um, uh, I played it on the PlayStation. Right. But it had like everybody. On PlayStation 1? Yeah. Whoa. Anyway. um, What was I saying? Uh, Uh, Mortal Kombat Trilogy? (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, no, not that. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on, yeah, this is the just roster. Apologizing. Oh my I'll god, a million trilogy. people. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm just showing John a picture. But um, oh my god, I truly forgot what I just said. I got distracted by Mortal Kombat trilogy. Oh yeah, I just said I'm sorry if you guys don't care. 
Um, but nah, man, yeah. get to the movies. It's fun. Like, just go, just go watch and see what happens. Oh, I remember now. Oh, so yeah. sorry, I had like a blackout there, like like a mini just like memory lapse. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh yeah, because like that to me is one of those like movies that is seared into my memory. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. Maybe I just watched it at a very formative age. But that movie is like so many vignettes of it are just kind of like just forever in there. Mm. Like I could store much more useful information in my head, um, but I choose to store you will die. (laughs) Mother, you're alive. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, you. And now you will die. (laughs) It's great. 2% 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. No. No, it's an amazing movie. That's it's probably so, one dude out of 50 is what that was. It's so, like, that's biased. Rotten Tomatoes is is canceled. I canceled <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. No, because for real, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, it's one of those so bad, it's good movies. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Find it however it is you find these things. And I highly recommend you, um, if you're in for some, like, just just a good laugh. You know, like don't go in expecting to a, a, a coherent plot or a state of the art or you know or CGI. Good because the CGI. Oh, the CGI is so bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but it's like Core did a breakdown right or something. But right? it's one of those like so bad it's good CGIs. It's not like you know uncanny valley bad. It's not even like you could tell they tried. It's just that back then things were harder. You can only do so much. You know, back in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, but that movie brings me so much joy because, again, it's horrible. It sucks. Uh, the plot's all over the place. But like, you, you can kind of tell that it was made with like a lot of love, and like it, 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 it it's, it's like a, it's like the Street Fighter movie talking about video game adaptations. It's like the Street Fighter movie starring Jean Claude Van Damme as American guy, all American. I'm going to get in my board. <laughs> yeah. Um, kick his ass. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I just have a soft spot in my heart for those kinds of movies. Freaking Kylie Minogue was in Street Fighter. Isn't that weird? Yeah, what a weird movie. Yeah, <laughs> respected, super respected actor Raul Julia's last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of that 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 movie just sent me down a whole memory lane path mm-hmm. and just so much joy. So so much joy, like. I know we were probably better off watching like more informed cinema. Like, How we do that? Like, like The that Father too. starring Anthony Hopkins. I already saw the play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about the movie, though. I've heard good things. Anyway. Fuck Anthony Hopkins. Give me keys. You. Anyway, welcome to uh, 165. Uh, my, my name's Nathan. I'm John. And um, hey, everybody. What is up? What is up with you guys? Uh, today's Hitler's birthday. I heard that. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Rest in piss. Yep. He was not a good guy, you know. Oh. No, I don't want to go into that. (laughs) (laughs) Hot take. Hot take. Hot, 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 hot take. How has your week been, John? Good. You know why? You know why my week's been good? Why? Uh, We have a new dryer in this apartment. Mm -hmm. And just sometimes I forget how awesome it is to have a dryer. Like, I had to do a whole load of laundry without my dryer. Like, I had to hang up clothes like some kind of a pleb. <laughs> like a surf. Like everybody else like everyone in this else. apartment. Because, <laughs> yeah, some people choose not to use the dryer. Yeah. Because our, our old one broke down. But luckily, our landlord was kind enough to replace it, like, almost on the same day. But I had one load where I had to put it up. I'm just like, man, dryer is such a time saver. I got to say, just real quick on that, not a fan of the new dryer. Of, of the new dryer. 
He just got used to it, man. Genius yeah, I need, I need to figure out how to use it because you 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 say that it has like technology that can yep. detect whether your clothes are dry or not. Moisture sensitive technology, yes. Yeah, nah. Like, <laughs> did yours not? Do your clothes not get dry? No, the, all these clothes that are lying on my bed, yeah. uh, the unfolded ones, they're too wet for me to put in my um, in my cupboard. What setting so, did you put it on? Did you put it to cupboard dry? Yes. Oh, yeah. And it was done. Done. Yes, I don't know. It just it stopped, and then I opened it, and then some of the clothes in the middle were still like damp. Okay, uh, the first be- load whereas I did. before mm-hmm. you just chuck it in for like I just chuck it in two for hours. like the same amount of time. <laughs> yeah, for the same amount of time, um, and it's always dry. Yeah, although my I do worry that like am I also melting my other clothes that dry in like two seconds? Yeah, I know you gotta get used to it. Um, the first time I used it, this is like real. This is welcome to dryer talk. Dryer talk. The first time I used it, my clothes were a little bit the same, right. but I realized it's because I didn't. The vent was not like open, like the vent where the moisture comes out was like facing downwards into the floor, so it wasn't getting out. Then the second time I did it, it was okay. There's a vent. There's a vent. No. Yeah. Whoops. But it should be okay. I said it so that it should be normal. But dude, just having the convenience of a dryer is just a big thing. You you were at Irwin's wedding, right? Yes, Erwin was there, and then uh, a friend of another, another friend of the show, Coral, was the maid of honor, and her whole speech was just about that. What have a dryer? Yeah, it'll save your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? She's right. <laughs> it's just great, but it's also like, and like this is, this is coming from a very privileged perspective, but I've always had a dryer, so it's like to me that's just how people in the modern day live. Yeah, I haven't had a dryer since I lived in America. Until I moved into this apartment. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole time I've just been hanging stuff. Are dryers not a common thing here? They're not that common. But I've... Oh, whoops. I think they're becoming <laughs> more co- I mean, this is totally based on anecdotal evidence. But why? Like, what... Is it a, a money thing? Or I mean, is it like a... It's a money thing, a space, space thing. thing. I think a lot of it's a space thing. Mm. Um, habit mm. thing, you know? Mm. Plus, I mean... If but you, as in, like, even when people mm. go to laundromats, they use dryers, no? Yeah, like, how many people go to laundromats, though? I think that's pretty weird, too. Quite a decent amount of people it's mm. big business nowadays is man. it huge think it's all like that's why every laundry. other hdb block and like every other like condo uh uh uh, uh like bl- like not not inside the condos but nearby yeah. residential areas very or residential dense areas yeah, yeah, yeah. there's 24-hour laundromats all over the place uh-huh. i can point you to like f- like four around this area yeah again more more details about where we live. No, um, there's, there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot, lot to be here. fair. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, that's what it was like when I lived in New York. I didn't mm. have a laundromat in my building. Oh, also, like, just, just a little pullback behind the curtains. They're all owned by the same people. <gasps> I'm t- I think they all have different names, but it's like the same. All owned by the same people. Oh, like, most of them are owned by the same people. Talk about your money laundering. You know? I don't know. It's, but it's, it's, it's business, man. I don't know. Like, I, I only know this because I tried to shoot in one before, and like, I was yeah. met with a lot of pushback from the same guy each time. It's like, we just spoke to you. It's yeah, like, exactly. I, this is the it, third it was, one I no, went to. It, it was most. It was more that like, um, I did my research, and then like, it always went back to the same number. I was Whoa. like, oh. Illuminati. You just uncovered <laughs> the Illuminati, Nathan. Illuminati. Illuminati. Nah, Illuminati. Illuminati. What did I just say? Illuminati. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Never mind. Okay, let's go back and listen. Illumin laundry. Illumin laundry. Illumin laundry. Illumin laundry. No, mine's Illandromati. Il- 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 mine's Illumin laundry. Illandromati. Illumin laundry. Vote, folks. What do you like better? <laughs> because you have the word laundromat in it. It's clean. Like Illandromati, you know? Say. Illumin laundry. Illuminati. Illumin laundry just sounds like a laundry place. It's like, welcome to Illumin laundry. What's yours again? 
I- I- laundromat <laughs> They all they're they're both pretty bad. <laughs> Um, but what were we talking about? Dryers, yeah. Dryers. Like, yeah, and, 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 and there was a dryer in my apartment when I was living in Boston. Um, like, it's, I always was just under the impression that, like, you know. Everyone had? Or, like, if like everyone would use it and, rather than hang their clothes, you know? Like, if you had access to a dryer, why would you hang your clothes? Exactly. I mean, there's a thing of, like, saving money and electricity, blah, 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 but, like... Honestly, just dryers are the best. I feel very first world right now. Uh, super first world. I feel so for like just I'm I'm just gonna embrace it, whatever. But it's just like <laughs> there's just times where you just stop and just realize how amazing we are as humans. We took water and we made it disappear with technology. Mm-hmm. Come on, mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine a world before elevators? Like that uh, weird time period where there are skyscrapers but no elevators. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> like probably taller buildings, but yeah, like, I doubt they made the first skyscraper before the invention of the pulley lift, at least. Like an eight-floor <laughs> walk-up or something, you know what I mean? That would suck. Yeah, that would. I mean, there the, uh, aren't a lot of buildings that way, but they only go like max five. I don't know. In New York, I yeah. lived in a four-floor walk-up. Yeah. I lived in the fourth floor of a six-floor walk-up, I think it was. Man, did I not leave my apartment because of that. <laughs> But did you move uh, furniture by having that pulley system outside the window? No, I had to get furniture that fit up the goddamn stairs. Really? Yeah. Was it not allowed to do the pulley thing? I don't know. I, it was in the Bronx. I think it's just ghetto. Right. Because I, I don't think our windows were big enough. Because there's a lot of walk-ups um, in places like Amsterdam in like Netherlands. And what they do, like almost all the buildings have this like little, like imagine like the top of the building, there's like a little thing. Like a crane. Yeah, like a crane thing where you can then attach a pulley and then like yeah. pull I up see those in Singapore, and like pianos in, and some shit. industrial buildings have that. And yeah, that's where the whole cliche thing of someone dropping a piano on you comes <laughs> from, right? From the, that whole system. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, just uh, what did I? What was the worst thing I had to carry up there? Couch, probably. I mean, an IKEA couch, but a couch. Mm-hmm. That was a nice place, though. I liked having that apartment. It was a one bedroom up in the Bronx. Do you miss living in New York? Yes, very much so. Mm. I want to get rich and then go there. Like, I just, I wonder what it's like to live in, like, Manhattan, you know, like, just live it up. Or, like, a nice place in Brooklyn. You were okay with, like, the the, the constant sirens and occasional I got used gunshots. to it. I got used to you it. You do get used to it, that's true. I think I may have legitimately heard two or three gunshots in my one year living in the Bronx. Heard a good amount of sirens, though. Really? Yeah. Only two or three? Yeah. I heard, like, one every day in Boston. Bo- clearly, Boston's worse than <laughs> it's alarming to be honest. More but white, yeah, at least one a more day. White people in Boston, no. at wow. least one a day. It really? Want, yeah, it just makes you wonder, like, what the hell goes on in this city? Yeah, murder like, or just gun violence? Yeah, or like overzealous cops, more likely. Uh, now that I'm looking back, uh, yeah, this is a weird topic jump, but yeah, like occasionally now when I look back at like my time in college, I was like, oh wow, I was like super ignorant to a lot of the things, huh. like. Um, uh, I, I had like a decent number of African-American friends mm-hmm. and the first time in my life that I've had African-American friends and, you know, I, un- like, I wasn't naive to the concept of racism. Like I understood racism was a thing and I assumed that racism was a thing that these people have all dealt with in their lifetimes. But I kind of just assumed that because we were all in this like shiny, happy college bubble, yeah. and like we're all friends and everyone's united friendly. by the power of music. Yeah, I kind of just assumed that like, oh, when they're here, it's all good. But then I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm not even like 
I didn't even consider that like they still have to like do things like go to the supermarket and function, you know, like do get their, you know, know. function, function in normal society. And like, I am blind. I was, I at the time was blind to all of that stuff that they that they were probably just kind of tanking. Yeah, not a part of your culture and never talking about. Tanking is a good term, you know. I mean, just like going through it. Yeah, getting hit by it all the time, just pushing through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like now, when I look back. Because I did have occasional conversations with uh, my African American friends in terms of like, you know, what is it? What's it like? Mm. You know, I, we did have some conversations, and I don't remember what they said exactly, but I just remember this general attitude of almost at the time. So this was twenty fourteen. Yeah, at the time, it f- almost felt like indifference. Mm. You know, like almost like a that's just what it is. Mm. You know, and it's like, man. At the time, I saw it as like, oh, you know, it's just what it is. But now I'm looking back, I'm like, no, that's that's not just good. That's, what it is. That should not be how it is. Yeah. Because, why, why no, okay, sorry, to clarify, yeah. at the time, I was like, oh, it's just what it is. But, like, you don't experience it here, right? Because mm-hmm. we're in oh, college. Okay, we're all, yeah, like, yeah. in a college bubble, you know? Like, sure, maybe things were rough in your hometown. But over here, we're all, like, we're all just, like, copacetic, right? But no, man. No, no not no, at no, all. No, 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 like... In fact, like in retrospect, doing a lot of research, Boston, historically one of the most racist cities in America. Last people to, one of the last few to, to, to end segregation. Really? Yeah. Massachusetts? Yeah. Wow. Nuts. Quite. Because, <laughs> I mean, it is a heavily Irish Catholic, you know. know, location. I don't know. It, it just makes me feel so, like, so naive. It's mm. like, and I was, like, 21, 22 at the time. I thought I was, I thought I had fucking understood, like, the entire universe, you know, especially now that I'm living by myself in America. It's like, oh my God, like the whole world, I know everything. Then now I look back and like, oh shit, like you were just straight up ignorant yeah. to a lot of things. It's like, Pocahont- it's like what Pocahontas said, right? You never know the things you never knew. How does that go? You knew the It's new. It's not no, it's new. You never knew the things you never knew. You even know what you don't know, bro. You don't even know. Did you ever hear the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Blue corn moon, yes. Or ask the ask the something white grins the fox. No, ask the the grinning grinning bobcat why he grins. Is that it? Yeah. Can, can you, you sing, sing with all the colors of the mountain? Can you paint, paint with, with all, all the colors of the wind? No, because you white. You yeah. white. You don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> then you gave her smallpox and she died. That's a lot of job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a cute raccoon, though, in that movie. Uh, you know they made a sequel to that movie? They Yeah, tons of like direct-to-video sequels. Right, right. She went to England. I'm pretty sure she died. <laughs> I think they covered that in the movie. I'm not sure. Oh right, yeah. Or no, maybe it was not, like in the end. Yeah, they're not going to kill one of their princesses. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was the voice of John Smith. Christian Bale was in that film. Crazy cast when you look back. Was Christian Bale the villain? No, Christian Bale was like the young boy who shot Tokuwam. Pokuwam. Oh, I have Pokemon. Like, I have like <laughs> Cocoam. Cocoam. Yeah, yeah, pulled it. Cocoam. Nice pull. I have no recollection of that. I have very little recollection of that movie. Yeah. Um. Good time to rewatch it, though, Disney Plus. Let's just go. 90s movies, marathon. <laughs> Mighty Ducks, a TV show, just started. I never followed the Mighty Ducks movies. Oh, so good. I only followed the cartoon. So good. Because 
the one where the ducks were like superheroes. Yeah. Like they were a hockey team and they were superheroes and they were actual ducks. Right? Yeah, they were ducks. That's crazy. It was great. It was amazing. They, was it, was the had, rest of the teams they, they had, played with too? Were like I can't remember. And usually Red Devils were they Devils? I can't remember, but they had like hockey masks with like bills on them and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, I had a I had a Mighty Ducks jersey. I fucking loved it. Or did you have cool a ho- color. did you have an ice hockey phase? Yeah. Like I had a, a roller hockey phase. Like I, 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 I played. Hockey? Yeah, I played a lot of like roller a roller hockey. skate rink. No, no, it, uh, just in our streets in the cul-de-sac of suburban uh, America. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was good. I could I, skate. I was a very poor skater. My my only recollection of skating as a childhood, as a childhood, as a child, as in your childhood, yeah. as a childhood, um, <laughs> um, was. Falling very, very far behind while everyone else was like rollerblading, skating, and I was literally like holding up against a wall mm. and feeling really defeated. Wait, this is on the ice? No, no, this is like uh, around our apartment. Okay. Yeah, like my, it was my brother and I, and then like a bunch of the other kids in, in, the, in, the, in the apartment complex, and then they would just go like skating around the complex. Uh. And I just remembered, like, again, I was way too young to have any real memories, but right, I distinctly right. remember. Holding up against the wall next to a drain or something, mm-hmm. and asking them, "Ah, wait!" <laughs> and then they just go, and yeah. I'm just kind of stuck. You know, rollerblading is not like riding a bike. In that, I I, or I can't remember the last time I put on some skates, but I was like somewhere in my mid twenties after not skating for like more than a decade, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Have you tried lately? Not lately. Let's try. Let's go. Yeah, it's a whole trend now. I see like every other week, like another one of my friends is going to the high roller disco place or whatever. There's a disco place? Yeah, there's like a there's like a skating rink with like black lights and music and everything. That sounds fun. I've never tried roller I've never tried roller skating, the one with the four wheels. I've only ever done blading. I've done both and I'm I'm, I'm I feel like blading is easier to kind of pick up because Seems it's like so much more momentum based. Right. Cuz like I can ice skate and I can kind of just do it, like with very little. I can't anymore. I, I used to be super comfortable on rollerblades. Right. right. Yeah. Like with blades and everything, it's okay. But like I re- do remember the last time I tried like roller skates, like the one with four wheels. Uh-uh. It was very clunky. You're, you're more. It's like more maneuverable, right? It's like in that way, it's less, I, I guess because I, I have less experience on it, so I always try to ride them like rollerblades. Uh-huh. It's like how you distribute your weight, and like that just gives you blisters. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm super down to go to a roller r- rink. Let's do like an uh, apartment outing or something. That'd be fun. Speaking of which, I just heard that uh, Resorts World Sentosa just has a new has a new indoor uh, go kart thing. Wow! This is just this episode is just us reclaiming our childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't looks mind like it. Fun. I don't mind it. it I don't looks, mind it, it like because, fun. dude, I honestly don't mind just like tra- like going down this road because um, the last few weeks. I've just been getting reminders that, like, oh, you getting old, bro. Like, people talk shit about you on social media again? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not that. It's just that, like, um, of a lot of the jobs that I've been doing in the last few weeks, a lot of them are very mentor-based. Sure. It's very, like, hey, Nathan, can you come here and, like, you know, like, impart wisdom or, like, be, like, mentor or shoot this thing where you're, like, mentoring this person? And yeah. I'm, like... Oh, I'm there now. I'm that like, happened to me a couple of years ago too. Where it's like, hey, <laughs> want to come in for this role of young father? <laughs> At least it's a young father. <laughs> but it's yeah, okay. it's like it's, it's just time. It yeah, but it's also just I don't hate it. But you know, yeah. it's definitely like just reminders of like, oh, now I'm the old one because I'm literally talking to like 17 and 18 year olds and like going. 
During my day. Where does time go, man? <laughs> During like, my day, you couldn't just stream a song. You had to, you had to wait um, uh, 45 minutes yeah. for it to download at you 20 kilobytes a second. We didn't have YouTube. We just had the wireless. Uh, speaking of time moving, dude, like uh, in our in our condo, there's a little hand sanitizer thing next to the lift. And next to it is a sign that just says, hey, use this because of the virus. And I was like, I never really stopped to read it lately. And I was just like, the sign says, due to the 2019 yeah. virus. I'm like, yeah. It's 2021. Virus, it's been two years. It's 2021. It's been two fucking years. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> and then, I, even to be to be fair, like it was retroactively named. Yeah, to be fair, but still, man. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like thinking, like, even just now, I was like, that's like 10 percent of my life. That's not. I'm not 20, <laughs> but it's still, yeah, a percentage of my life. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, no, for for a good amount of the for uh, for a good amount of people, for tens of thousands of people, probably more than tens of thousands, uh, probably tens of thousands of yeah, people yeah, yeah. in this country, it was their whole life. Yes, jeez, Isn't that nuts. So oh, far, this, oh, it's their whole life. Sorry, so far, you're talking about this country, then yeah. you're talking about seven people. <laughs> the birth rate is very low. Really. Uh, the birth rate is very low. I mean, it's not seven people low. Yeah, it's it has to at least be in the tens of thousands, right? Yeah, no. I don't know. I'm I I have no sense of population control. <laughs> um, Man, but yeah. So because of all these like mentoring things I've been doing lately, I guess it's just yeah, it's making me very aware that I'm turning thirty. And I know I've spoken about that multiple times on this show. But you know what? That, that's that's the burden that you guys have as, as a listener. We You're two, essentially two more months. Two more months. Essentially, I'm just yeah. gonna grieve at you until I finally turn thirty. <laughs> And then he'll grieve some more. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think what's gonna happen. You're gonna be like, you're gonna turn thirty. And you're like, okay, this, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. I, I I know it's not like a thing. It's just. Oh, it's a thing. It's, it's interesting, like the things that you start to think about, you know, mm-hmm. as you reach like a like a milestone age, I guess. Yeah. Like I know, if left to my own devices, I wouldn't think very much of it. Yeah. It's because it's thirty to everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's like, oh, I feel like I need to be thinking about certain things. Yeah. But then yeah, again, yeah. you just you can go watch uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation and make pee pee jokes. <laughs> that is a good time. Yeah, let's get let's get to those questions, shall we? Oh yeah, we took some questions. I love taking questions. Can I just say that? Because yes. I love you, Good Hand Gang. I love that you uh, are a part of the show, and I love answering your questions. Also, it's just nice to like to freestyle. Yeah. Also, like the go kart thing you're talking about, a uh, resort world. Where yeah, is that in the car park? Cool. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, I literally just someone just posted it right before we started. I was like, "Ooh, let's go!" Yeah, I've also seen that they they they're doing things at the aquarium. <gasps> yeah, um, have dinner down there. I know that you can you can sleep over. Yep. You can Whoa. do like camps. That'll be fun, right? Like I want to sleep over in the aquarium and just like walk around, like going to pee somewhere at four thir- thirty in the morning. What if the glass breaks? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, I have. I um, which we call. I went and shot something there for STV, Singapore Tourism Board. Yeah. And yeah, we had the whole place to ourselves. It's dope when you have the whole place to yourself, mm-hmm. or very few people. It's amazing. Yeah. So I would be down for that. One of the go kart things requires you to have a driver's license. <laughs> they they have one of those like super fast ones. <laughs> Jeez. I don't have a valid one anymore, but I did. Let me ride it. I want to drive. That'd be funny. You'll uh, be riding in like a little dinky one. Resort World East Car Park. Yeah, I guess it's in the car park. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, let's go with some of them uh, questions. Woo. Uh, this person asks, um, have you guys watched the Star Awards? 
the Star Awards. And another person asked, did y'all see the best versus worst outfits for Star Awards? What's the Star Awards? Um, Is that a local thing? Yeah. So essentially, um, it's the kind of employee of the month kind of award ceremony that Media Corp Corp? holds for themselves. Um, Didn't you play it that once upon a time? Yeah, I played in it. Like I I performed for it. It's it's a gig, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I personally just, I, you know... I don't think very much of it. I don't think very highly of it. I guess that's what I'm saying because that's, it, that's why you've never been asked to go. <laughs> no, it's more like it's very clear, like the masturbatory nature of the award <laughs> ceremony, what it is, because they're essentially giving awards to their own people. And I even recall there was a time where they only gave awards to Media Corp only artists. artists. Yeah, and. That means if you're fly, no. If you are wild rice art, whatever it is, like wow. if you're assigned to whoever, and you're not eligible. Yeah. So I believe they've eased it up since, but it's still very much just closed off to their own projects. Yeah. In that sense, it does kind of sound just like a year-end party. <laughs> yeah. It's very that, again. It's a very like employee of the month, like very masturbatory, like yeah. like feel to it. Like, I find it very hard to see it as a legitimate entertainment award ceremony. When they do not consider 75% of entertainment, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like they're not considering most of the things that everyone else is watching. They're only f- considering the things that they're making. To be fair, I think all entertainment awards are kind of like nonsense anyway. Like, what's the point? Like, well, the yeah, only, but the like, only thing I like is the Oscars. And that's just like what movies I should watch. <laughs> yeah. But like the thing about award shows is like it, it, it gives people a chance to get recognition yep. to kind of like I get it, yeah. to kind of like, you know. Uh, 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 get the accolades needed to move forward in the industry in a more quantifiable way. And to reserve that prestige to only your own people... It's wrong. It's just not... It feels weird, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like... I I personally can't see it as legitimate until they start opening up categories to like other production companies, or like you know things on the internet even like but it's it's li- like Star Wars are literally for what's on the MediaCore channel. Yes, right? okay. Because there's tons of because you know argue you could have argued in the past that oh you know internet videos don't count they're all just these two three minute sketches you can't say that anymore because mm-hmm. every other YouTube channel has their own regularly scheduled programming True. now True. with that comes in seasons and everything. And they can stand toe-to-toe with any of these big media companies, variety shows, reality shows, which is a bulk of what they're creating, and occasionally some narrative scripted content. And if you're not considering these people who are doing it on just as big of a scale as you, arguably much better because they're working with a lot less resources, Mm -hmm. and you don't consider them at all, how can you be seen as a legitimate entertainment award show? Yes. Anyway. That's true. But what do they wear? (laughs) Or who do they wear? Um, yeah, so uh, the 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 one that's been making a lot of uh, uh, rounds on social media was an outfit worn by Kim Nga? No, not Kim Ng. You've lived in this country for fifteen years, and you can't you don't know what Ng is. <laughs> you can't plead ignorance there. That's true. Um, I just had a brain fart. I don't say Ng. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this guy. Um, he he dressed up as a little half dipped tampon. Oh, that thing! Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, he's a he's an un, unstirred ribena. Yeah, unstirred ribena, half dipped tampon, um, like a, a I don't know what it is. I think it's pretty 
interesting. Yeah, I mean, you go for stuff, and sometimes people like it, and some people don't. Yeah, you know, as long as it makes you happy, bro. Not not every choice is um, going to be a crowd pleasing one, but it's a bold one. Yeah. Respect to you, Alvin Ung. Respect. Respect to Respect. you. I wonder if like this is one of those outfits where like if you touch the fabric, it changes color, like a chameleon. You know how there's those fabrics where it gets wet, or if you like touch it with your with body heat, no, it changes I've never heard temperature. Of that. That's a thing. Yeah. Wow. It's very, it's, fun. it's very 90s. You never had those growing up? No. Uh, I've seen like sequence dresses that you can like... Oh, they like move up and yeah, down? Yeah, up and down. And no, no, this is like straight up like 90s technology of like thermal fabrics. Or I don't know what you call them. Where like ring? if you a spray, if you like uh, put water on it, it changes color. Hmm. And if you uh, like put your hand on it with your body heat, then you'll be a handprint there in that color that fades away over time. It does sound super 90s. Yeah. Uh, but it's making a resurgence. I've seen ads on Instagram <laughs> for like swimming trunks that do that. So when they're dry, they're one color, and then you dip them in the water, and a whole other pattern emerges. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's pretty dope. You think people put like secret messages and stuff? That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Like you don't know what your 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 bathing suit says until you 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 jump in, then it wet. just says slut. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't really have much of a, uh, an opinion on the outfits because you know, fuck it. You wear what you want to wear. If people want to make fun of you for it, then that's kind of. They need to find a little bit more things to do in their free time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is what it is. You wear what you wear. Who gives a shit? But ultimately, if you're going to hold like an Employee of the Month award every year and try to call it legitimate, poo-poo on you. <laughs> um, that might get me in trouble, but, you know, okay. I've, I've performed there already. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I left my mark there. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I, I I believe a lot of other people share this opinion, so I'm not alone in this. Fair. Um, next question. Oh, before we get to our next question, did you hear about the biggest crossover event in history happening on 27th of May? No, what is it? Um, McDonald's is doing a collaboration with Burger King. With BTS. I am so happy. Coming from the McDSG Instagram 20 hours ago. Coming this 27th May, colon. The BTS meal. But, uh, but, oh but, my uh, gosh, look at that. They made, the, they made the logo. They made the army logo with fries. <laughs> is that only in Singapore? I, it's probably a worldwide thing, but 27th May is when it's coming to Singapore. The BTS meal. Sorry, what, May, what, what date? 27th May. Putting it in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everything's going to be purple. They're going to have like a taro pie, I bet. Uh, why? That's their color. Is it? Yeah. Oh. You never heard the phrase, I purple you? I love you. No. In, in BTS Army language. I have genuinely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm Which not is honestly surprised. surprising to me. No, it's surprising to me that I haven't. Like, considering. You know, like, they have those um, those light globe things, mm-hmm. and they make them all purple. But wasn't their previous album, like, pink? I mean, it was just, like, lots of colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The album art was pink, but, like, it, it's just their thing. Purple is their thing. So was IU calling her album Lilac, like, a bit of a jab? Oh, I think it was, like, Trying to ride that wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot take! Oh shit, yeah, we gonna it, get canceled. Bring it. Bring it bring we gonna get canceled. Like IU is the fucking best though. Yeah. She's so good. What mm-hmm. the hell? Mm-hmm. Get into it, Kate. Like honestly, if you're like, what is this K-pop thing? I've never got into it at all. Just listen a little. Bit, like the best of BTS, the best of IU, and you'll be you'll have a good time. That's IU spelled IU and Mamamoo. Okay. Indigo umbrella. Ensign um, asks. Uh, how much would your nudity rider be if you were an action star? What a great question. Yeah. So a nudity rider is like, it's basically a bonus that you would get to sh- show your, I don't know, depending, like it would, they would put it into quite 
uh, legalize words. You know what I mean? Like you can show X or Y. I don't know if I want to go far. I, I wouldn't mind showing my butt, I think. I don't know if I want to Ken Jong it, though. I'm going to be, like, super honest. I'm a little bit, like, disappointed because I never knew this existed. And I've... You've just done it for free. I've... I've I, I, well, I don't think I got paid extra. <laughs> 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 I've, I've, done a, I've done a love scene in uh, Half Worlds. Yeah. Um, there was no titty. Yeah. There was no vag. There yeah, that's, was that's there, different. There was my butt. Yeah. Uh, but there was no penis. Yes. Um, so, but that has to be something, right? Yeah. I mean, it definitely is. I wasn't given a fucking nudity writer. I was, they were just like, can you do this thing in the scene? I'm like, okay. I mean, Singapore <laughs> is very behind on this stuff. Like, like I just did a shoot the other day, which I'm really looking forward to. But yeah, like, uh, in, in the scene, I was like asleep nude. in the front seat of the car and a dude nude. was behind me, like the nude. making sex. Oh. No. To a pillow. Oh. Which was supposed to be Muna. We'll we'll get her on here when, when that closer <laughs> to when our project comes out. Understood. But yeah, I was just like um I'm like he's just and then they're just gonna say, Hey, uh can you uh can you can you do higher, please? Can you <laughs> I was like, This is so weird. <laughs> like, can you show a little bit more of yeah. Can you start yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the director was behind the camera like simulating how fast he should go. He was just like, I'm like this is crazy. Everything's gotta be in the frame. So yeah. Um, the point is, like, we don't have that probably in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, nudie writers is probably not a thing here. Yeah, I didn't get it one, so that's annoying. Uh, but yeah, how much would yours be again? I don't know. I feel like not that much. <laughs> yeah, seeing as to how I clearly didn't ask for anything, but now, like, retroactively, I would like to ask for uh, uh, the 3000 for ass, uh, uh, the 1000 for each nipple, Yep. Um, and uh, uh, 5000 for butthole. Um, yep. uh, sixty nine thousand for PP, uh, uh, ten thousand for balls, um, each. Yep. And uh, I think that's about it. Sounds pretty. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> bonus pubes, pubes bonus. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, feel you. I throw those. In you throw those. I throw those in for free, whether they ask or not. Yeah. <laughs> like in fact, he just finds times to just flash yeah. them. It's like and action. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Look uh, at my hairs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would show my butt. Like, I'm thinking, like, it would probably be for a comedic thing. So, like, yeah. I don't right. know. I don't know, the, I don't know the going rates for it. But that's a good question, though. Mm-hmm. But I think... You, you'd show your butt for comedy? You think yeah. it's, that's funny? Yeah, I think so. I think okay. my butt's funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think nudity writers are more of a thing to protect women, as yeah. and as they should, also. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's kind of weird. All righty. Um, next question. Thanks for the question. Thank you for the question. Uh, next question. Have you guys watched... Uh, Alex Chamas. Have you guys watched Terrace House? What do you think about the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. went through a bit of... A, I went through a bit of a Terrace House with the roommates. Yeah, you went through a bit of a real phase during phase one. Oh, man. We just like, I'm just like, put anything in front of my eyes. Phase one, I don't care. <laughs> uh, it's it was it was nice, and then that whole thing about how toxic it was, and then that That's one girl who ended up killing herself because of all the cyberbullying, that was less cool. Yeah, Are have you watched even, it since? No, mm. have they? Do they even show it on anymore? Is it still on Netflix? I have no idea. Yeah. It probably is. If anything, it probably got more numbers. Yeah. But I mean, like, what should we call it? There's a, that's a very narrow kind of genre, right? It's like Big Brother, Terrace House. Just like people living their lives and with cameras on them. With, like, it's an interesting concept. And it was a nice peek into, like, a different culture. That's what I appreciated. Mm. Um, How much of it was hate watching? I don't really hate watch stuff. Because I feel like a lot of reality TV is, like, 
especially American ones, they're slowly yeah. like finessing this craft of like. In, it seems like they're intentionally Look how making, shitty we are Yeah they, It seems like they're Intentionally making Like hate watch things Which I know is very much A technique in reality TV right To like just show The worst side of things And spin it as horribly As possible To, to, to make people watch it but And like also, yeah. hate it Yeah But also I feel like They're purposefully Crafting it in that direction now Because you know It's a very Schadenfreudian thing You see mm-hmm. people Who are horrible mm-hmm. Makes you feel better About yourself And like yeah. something about That like very passive way of feeling good about yourself by just seeing heinous shit being done <laughs> by <laughs> unreasonable people. Um, it, it seems to be like a like a little hook that that a lot of reality TV show producers have caught on to. It hmm. seems like it at least from the outside. Yeah, my my favorite version of this, which I again I also didn't uh, hate watch, is Deaf You. I think okay. I talked about it briefly a couple months back, but yeah, it's just reality show on Netflix. All set in a uh, like death, a, like D E A T H or D E A F D E A F death. Got it. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. It's just like following a group of students that go to a historically uh, deaf uh, college. Deaf college, I guess it's yeah, like a historically <laughs> black college, but instead of African Americans, it's for deaf people. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. It was cool to see. Like again, it's just nice to have peeks into different worlds. I would never be. Yeah, uh, have never have access to. So that's, that's the cool. biggest benefit of reality TV. But then it also like begs the question: like, uh, is what you're viewing reality, or is it just no, a very no. like like a very specific narrow perspective of like a nar- a narrative? Yeah, but I think you should know that before you watch that. It's not reality. Like yeah. watching reality would be boring, but like finding the truth of it, yeah. hopefully, and not like spinning it too hard is you know is part of the fun. Yeah, I haven't seen a reality show. Since uh, too hot to handle, I think, or like I haven't, I haven't properly watched a reality show since too hot to handle. That's that's probably good. <laughs> is you're it probably bad that, better off? Is it. it bad that the moment they come up with season two, I'm watching all of it? Not at all. I mean, that totally makes sense. Why wouldn't you? Because like I don't know. It, you'd think I'd watch at least one more reality show since, but yeah, I'm just not drawn to any of them, especially Terrace House. Yeah. Like I just, I, I, don't, I don't. My girlfriend's been watching a couple things in the background. Like it helps her go to sleep and stuff. <laughs> so like as I'm on my computer doing work or man, eh, let's face it, playing video games, uh, I just hear like uh, like fucking Love Island. I've been hearing a lot of um, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen, and I'm like, this is just painful to my ears. Yeah. Especially Hell's Kitchen, so yeah, a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling, a lot yeah. of yelling. Like she, I introduced her to Top Chef the other day, and she's like, "Why is everyone so happy? And why is everyone so good?" I'm like, <laughs> that, "That's everyone, what it should be." God why it. does everyone have such a positive mindset? <laughs> why are they being critical in a constructive way? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I have no inclination towards Terrace House. I don't really care to see Japanese people awkwardly flirt with each other. Like, eh. yeah, it's, it's, it feels like you know that's. You see that like in everyday life. I w- I would be willing to go on a Singapore terrace house. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be interesting. Don't you? You don't have to be single to join. Oh yeah, good point. Oh well, is that a rule? Yeah, I think it is actually. Oh okay. Like specifically, a big part of the journey is like trying to get people to hook up with it, which is weird and like, kind of uh, manufactured. And people are like, we should go on a date. Well, I went on a date with our roommate. It's a whole thing. But huh. it's fun, and there's a lot of it. There's a lot of Terrace House. There's hours and hours and hours. So It's just that you'd think, right, by mm-hmm. now, because reality shows are such a... Like, there's there's people who are full-grown adults that yeah. have grown up with reality shows being a thing. Yeah. That people are so educated on it now. Like, there has to be, like, a very decent percentage of contestants or people on these shows that are just straight up gaming the system mm-hmm. and it can't be a reality that they're presenting. You know, there just has yeah. to be. 
there has to be a, a number of people who are just there because they are playing a game in a machine. I think that's the majority of them, to be honest. Or at least they ha- all have an angle of some sort. Yeah, like that's yeah. what I hate about it. Like it just, it doesn't seem like it's just like a collection of people that just want to see like who's the best. It's more yeah. of just like it, that. That's what the spirit of it that they're trying to sell to you. But a lot of it just comes down to like. Yeah, and then I started my yoga mat line, uh, Aveda yoga mats, uh, coming out July second, like things like that. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it just seems so. Mm. That's why my two favorite reality shows are Top Chef and Survivor, because mm. it is. Yeah, just you've about... been a Survivor stand for ages. Yeah, was it two thousand seven when I first watched it? I had more of the loyalty. Anyway, anyway, I don't care about reality TV shows anymore. Yeah. Uh, next final question. Comes from Mello 101. Yo, Mel. Hypothetical scenario. What would your life be like if you were each other's parent? <laughs> what do you think it would be like to be raised by each other? Uh, mm-hmm. That's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. I feel like that gets into a lot of power dynamic stuff. <sighs> huh. Yeah, it's hard to imagine like a friend as a parent. I've, never, I've never even had this thought. <clears throat> Which I guess makes it a cool question. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, I guess like without trying to get too deep into like the hypothetical of like taking it to like a realistic sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna try put it of like instantly right now. You're my dad. Yeah. Like nothing about you has changed. Oh. Um. Like I just birthed you. Like I mean, I mean, I birthed you. I. As in, like, I'm just gonna imagine that I have received like a long term weird amnesia. Uh-huh. I have come to and. They're telling me that you're my father, and I've and I've believed it. Okay, and like what I'm thinking about you that. Put myself into that space too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I guess the the natural way to answer this question is to compare you with my dad. Yeah, <laughs> which is very weird. I feel like okay. Let me let me just get started. I feel like I would be proud of you as my son. Uh huh. Right. I'd be like. That, that's the question, right? Like, not just you as my father, but you as my son. Yeah, what would you... Wait, what was the question again? Um, Hypothetically. Uh, what do you think it would be like to be raised by each other? Raised by each other. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like it would be very dysfunctional. Yeah? Simply because we're both too young to be... I'm not, I'm not too young to no, be No, see, like, now. you're taking it the realistic I know, right? Route. It's hard. So I'm trying to... Go with, the, go with the scenario that right, I just right. said before you. Okay. The I amnesia, had amnesia. I woke up. Yeah. Like, this is your dad. And I'm like... <laughs> it's hard, right? Because all my improv instincts are literally, literally, if this is true, they, like, make it real and stuff. And I'm just like, why are we on the... No, you, you, you believe everything. Okay, I believe You believe the lie completely. Yep. You believe that I, that I my, my sperm created you. Okay, and then I'd be like, uh, can we please spend more time together? Or I could have just adopted you. Like that, this—that's a possible scenario as well. But like when I was like ten and you were six, yeah, that math doesn't quite check out. But you know what I mean. I mean, it's a plausible scenario that I just adopt you right now. I would like it because then I could stay in Singapore. <laughs> in um, I don't know. I can't imagine what it'd be like for John to. Be. I, I I guess. Like, I can't imagine it because you're so different from my father. And I can't possibly imagine what a different upbringing yeah. would be you're like. You're like the opposite of my dad, too. Yeah, like, I, I can't imagine what a different upbringing would be like. I can maybe just draw reference from yeah. other people. Yeah. Like, because I don't have a lot on the surface in common with my dad. Yeah. The things that we Me share too. in common are, are deeper. The things that we share in common are, like, much deeper mannerisms or Mm. attitudes, even. Mm. But on the surface, almost nothing. Yeah. 
That sounds about right. Whereas for us, maybe it's the opposite. I don't know. Maybe it's the opposite. Like maybe we have a lot of like surface things that Mm -hmm. are very much in common, but the inner workings of this of the system are like different. Yeah, which is I, which I think honestly is like the 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 basically definition of between family and friends. Like that's a different that's a differentiation. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel okay. I think that's an that's an interesting way of. But there's also friends whose like inner workings you know are fairly in sync. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think. um, How are you different from my dad? Like you're a lot more communicative. So like I feel like I'd be less repressed. I don't know. Is it repressed the right word? I don't know. What what's interesting to think about is like would I still be a creative person if I had you as my dad Mm. versus my dad? I feel like you as a father, you wouldn't shy away from talking about uncomfortable things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And my dad never once had like the sex talk with me or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, my dad too. Yeah. I wonder I, how many percentage of like Asian parents actually have had that little. talk. Like, Because I haven't, like, I can't recall anybody in my mind that, like, whose parents had that talk with them. I don't yeah. know why I would retain that information either, but. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one thing though, that kind of remind me. Um. It's a very Western thing, right? So, like, mm. I remember when I was, like, 14, I asked my dad to help me shave. Like, teach me to shave, father. Let's have this father-son moment. Right. And he was, like, kind of like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, use your tongue. I'm like, what does that mean? Use your tongue to make it whatever. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, like, you stick your tongue in your in your cheek. Oh, right. I was. I thought you fucking Not, like, shaved the your razor tongue. Yeah, on no. your tongue. Yeah, my dad's a fucking Yeah, psycho. I was like, oh, like, test the razor to see if it's sharp. <laughs> <laughs> It's sharp, Dad. What do I do now? I taste metal. Oh, that sounds so painful. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Remember when you used to like cut yourself shaving? Yeah. I cut myself shaving like two weeks ago. Oh, really? I was doing it on set, and I didn't have a faucet, and it was bad. I feel like, in general, you like as you get older, you don't get cut as easy because yeah. the skin gets stronger, right? I don't know what it is, but yeah, I very rarely rarely cut myself. It's more just about taking your time. Because I, I haven't updated like the razor that I use. I still use a Mach 3. Yeah, I too. haven't gone up to 5 or 6. How many blades do I have? I think I have 4, whatever that one is. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, but I use the the one in the back more, the detailing one. There's one in the back? Yeah, you know, there's like, there's like three blades in front and then you flip it over, there's like one, bl- a single blade one to get like smaller crevices and stuff. Maybe yours doesn't have that. Or, see, my dad never taught me how to shave. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know that this was I a thing. I would have taught you how to shave, Nathan. <laughs> That's what I would have been. I'm like, this is going to be a moment where it's, let's go have a moment. Nathan, let's go watch baseball. Also, to be, also, oh, yeah, here's the big difference. If John was my father, I'd probably have facial hair. Or really? I'd be more likely, actually, wait, that can't be true. My dad has facial hair. I think I, I'm just a late facial hair bloomer. Is it starting to come in? Well, I just shaved today to clean it up, but... I've noticed that it comes in a little thicker. Nice. And it comes in a little faster. Nice. And, yeah, I think one day I might just be one of them goatee boys. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly known for my... I guess I am now technically known for my facial hair because I always have it, but it's I'm not It's an identifier for, having, for sure. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have, like... A like, if I didn't know beard. you very well and I bumped into you in public without the facial hair, I would, like... Take a second till I realize it was you. Oh, really? Because a lot of people yeah. like when I shave, they'd be like something's slightly different about you. No, I'm talking about like That's if I didn't I know you about. very well. I'm, right. s- I'm saying like if we were like very casual, like see each other once every five months kind of friends, mm. and I bumped into you on the street without facial hair, like I'd be very, I take, I wouldn't recognize you. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. So that's that's John as my father. That's Nathan as my. I don't think I came father. to any conclusion not, not other than the fact that I would grow facial hair probably. <laughs> um, uh. And and I guess I also would have learned about sex. Yep. <laughs> At some point, you would have watched baseball. Yeah, I still I, don't know what sex is. That's another thing too. My my school in America organized a baseball outing, and I was like, "Dad, take me because we're father son, <laughs> and we both had a terrible time." Because <laughs> baseball sucks. It's so boring. Baseball's the worst. Why is it anybody's favorite sport? <laughs> the most fun we had was trying to get the wave going. Mm. Yeah, I live next to I I live next to Fenway Park for two years. Never, never once was I inclined to watch a there. game. Yeah. Like, it just inherently didn't excite me. The concept of it did, because I was like, oh, then I can say I watched a baseball game, but never actually bothered to. Sorry, baseball fans (laughs) who are also fans of this show. I I wonder where the crossover is. literally have zero. (laughs) Should literally be zero. I mean, it'd be interesting if we didn't. But yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we have, like, a Japanese listener that is, like, really in love with the Tokyo Tigers. I believe it's the Tokyo Dragons. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty cool name. I mean, it's the most obvious name, but it's a pretty cool name. I think Tigers is the better one. The Tokyo Tigers, because of the alliteration. Yeah, always go for alliteration for a sports team when you could, you know, as much as possible. Uh, um, yeah, wow, I'm getting like a real weird tummy feeling. Oh, are you okay? I'm not sure. I felt a bit motion sick in the car this morning, and that feeling has kind of lingered Ooh. very slightly like three percent of me wants to puke right now Ooh. and it's growing kind of incrementally uh maybe drink some water yeah it sucks because i just googled tokyo baseball team and the answer is so good what nathan you know how like it's not j- sometimes there's like a corporate sponsor to a team uh-huh uh, like the Tokyo a, Toyotas. Oh, it's even better. <laughs> uh, you know, like in like in football, there's like a the German team RB Leipzig is like sponsored by Red Bull. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In Tokyo, there's a team called the Tokyo Yakult. Wait for it. Swallows. <laughs> <laughs> I am not making that up. Like the bird, they're the fourth in the Central League of <laughs> the Tokyo of the Japanese League. I guess like the bird, but surely they were like Yakult, <laughs> Swallows, let's do it. <laughs> I don't know why part of me expected it to be straws. Like <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. That's their... They uh, won the team name. Like, that's the best name. There's a lot of things about, like, Asian sports that I feel like I don't understand. Like, for example, how, how Muay Thai fighters take up the name of their... Uh, sponsor? That's a thing? I might be getting that completely wrong, but I just know that some people, like, a a good amount of, like, Muay Thai fighters, they adopt a last name that is not their actual last name. I might want to clarify this with our our flatmate. Our our Thai friends. But, for example, there's, like, a whole bunch of fighters in 1FC with the last name Fairtex. Which is a company? Yeah, the, 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 it's, like, Everlast, but for Muay Thai equipment. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and there's a good amount of like just people that that, that have the last name of like their gym or like their so like they sold their sponsorship rights to their name basically. I don't know if that's what it is, but I think it is that. Wow. Yeah. Okay, then that's a question. If you were going to make your name uh, a brand name, what name would you want to have? Nathan. Nathan 
Nathan yeah. Nike. I wouldn't mind Yakult, actually. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, brand loyalty. I grew up with it. Still drink it to this day. Um, I guess that would make me John Doritos. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here you Which go. I don't hate. Why do all of the Evolve Muay Thai instructors have the same last name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mystery solved here. In Thailand, when a fighter achieves a certain level of proficiency, i.e. essentially when you're good enough to represent the gym professionally as a fighter, the gym's name is bestowed upon you as an honor. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But can you imagine if your name was like, if it's, it's like, hi, I'm Nathan 24-7 Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm John Gold's Gym. <laughs> Actually, Gold's Gym sounds like, you know, just a Jewish guy. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> uh, oh, right, my shit. name is Jonathan Pure. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It yeah. kind of works. <laughs> What's the best one? We'll be the stupid, yeah, the true fitness. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds like a wrestler. My name I'm is, Nathan True Fitness. My name is John Fitness First. <laughs> <laughs> That's a badass, like, stage name. What about Nathan Virgin Health? <laughs> Virgin, what, what are they called? Virgin, Virgin Fitness. Yeah. Oh, no. Virgin Active. Virgin Active. <laughs> Coming into the ring, Nathan Virgin Active. As you can see, he broke his glasses again. They are taped up. Oh, he stopped to play some D&D. Actively. Jesus. It's a status. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Uh, that's a strange I idea. No idea. That's an ama- that's that's amazing. I kinda wanna like make that a career path now. Like <laughs> to be Nathan active fit virgin like, active. For, force virgin to open like a Muay Thai <laughs> like a Muay Thai uh, uh 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 like a professional Muay Thai league. Yeah. And then represent them and get sponsored by them and be Nathan Virgin active. <laughs> um You do one fight, you fight Jake Paul, call it a day. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. God. He kicked ass. What the fuck? Uh, that was a that was a stiff right cross. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm sure even if you're not a fight fan, you heard about you heard about this YouTuber Jake Paul beating former Olympian and one uh, FC and UFC fighter Ben yeah. Askren. He held a belt. He was like the lightweight champion of one, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He was undefeated. In he one. did not look great. He was undefeated in one, and it. I, I didn't follow his career. Mm. I only followed him when he went into UFC, and it wasn't the best showing because yeah, yeah, yeah. he kind of won a really weird victory against, uh, 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 what's his name, Pettis. And then there was a complete loss to Jorge, and then he did another one. That I mean, was that was like a three-second knockout, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess I just thought that He's been in professional fights yeah. multiple times throughout his entire life. He's honed that instinct. Yeah, he'll be fine. And then, pow-pow, within like the first minute and a half. He just didn't want it as much. It was heartbreaking. It was weird to tune in, though, and have like Snoop Dogg and Pete Davidson be the commentators, by the way. That was weird. <sighs> I have so much to say about that event. I just know that no one's going to care. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it was heartbreaking. No, for but it's like... Okay, basically, I, I tuned in for the whole thing from start to finish. Because oh, I watched seven-minute highlights. Because yeah, I yeah. was genuinely curious. Like, there's something happening here. And truly, there is something happening here. Yeah. In terms of... Um, this is a new kind of uh, 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 launch pad for a legitimate future entertainment license 
Triller. I'm speaking about Triller Fight Club. Right, right, right. Who who else fought, by the way? Uh, Frank like, Mir. On the undercard? If you know Frank Mir. You know Frank Mir. Yeah, he was in a boxing Former match. Former lightweight, light, against, a heavyweight champion. Yeah, he boxed against a legitimate boxer and survived the rounds. Mm-hmm. He didn't win, but he survived. Uh, there was another legitimate boxing match between two proper boxers. And then another fight was uh, this British billionaire versus, like, a Colombian reggaeton singer. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of those are jokes. Um, but yeah, the event in general, it just like I was, as I was watching it, it just felt like this is the start of something. Like yeah. I feel like should they continue on this journey, they're gonna be like part of the pop culture zeitgeist in a while. Huh. I think because like th- th- they're involving a lot of mainstream entertainment names in this, in terms of the sponsors that they're getting, in terms of the acts that they're getting, the people to show up. Um, like Doja Cat and Justin Bieber performed, performed right, basically yeah. the two biggest artists in the U.S. now <laughs> performing there. So that definitely legitimizes it a little bit. Um, the whole thing was a dystopian nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> um, because <laughs> like I'm just imagining like 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 a 70 year old like boxing fan yeah. watching this show. And watching Doja Cat humping the stage, watching like the intermittent the the intermittent ads of like purchase Triller Fight Club NFTs own a moment of history, and it's like oh my god, like I'm in a Blade Runner scene right now. (laughs) 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 It just felt so dystopian. It felt so dystopian, and like they were just. It's hard to describe. It was just the way everything was put together, and like the different acts. Um, uh, 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 they even had um, this. N- have you heard of Mount? Um, forgot Mount Westmore. Have you heard of this? No. Is that a person? No. It's a it's a super rap group of Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube. Uh, I almost said Tony Yayo, but that's not right. Um, and two other people. Yeah, I can't remember right now. Um, but they performed as well. Just it was just it was just a weird mishmash of like stuff. Here's pop culture, right? Yeah. Essentially, it just felt like here's a bunch of pop culture. A couple of 50-year-old rappers. Yeah. And um, the the most, like, genuine segment of the entire thing, uh, there was this one moment where um, Pete Davidson goes to Ben Askren's locker room to like, uh-huh. have a little pre-fight interview. And I believe you're, catch- you're watching on camera the first time they have ever met. Okay. And... Ben Askren is a little bit like standoffish because he's only ever like heard of this guy on Twitter and like he and he, and Ben Askren is kind of assuming that everybody is against him on this because he's the outsider. Yeah, but they end up having a very real conversation and and pretty much just spend two or three minutes shit talking the entire event, <laughs> going like this whole thing is a fucking circus. What are we doing here? <laughs> And like they couldn't cut it because like they were just like you it know, was live. Right? It was also, live. Yeah, they did cut one thing. They cut a, a question Pete Davidson asked uh, Jake Paul because uh, Pete Davidson asked Jake Paul about his sexual harassment yeah, scandal, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they muted that very much. Yeah. But that was an easy like two three seconds thing to mute out. Right, but right. they couldn't mute out the whole Ben Askren interview. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. because it's like because I mean yeah they're watching it like ten. It's not live live. It's like ten seconds. Yeah, so ten seconds. A little bit of a little. But yeah, I highly if you if you are a fight fan at all, I highly recommend watching that little clip of Pete Davidson and Ben Askren just kind that of sounds fun. I will check breaking the fourth wall for a bit and 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 just kind of addressing how ridiculous <laughs> that whole thing was. But all that said, 
and I'm embarrassed to admit this, I was watching both the Ben Askren, Jake Paul event at the same time as I was watching the Robert Whitaker Gastelum event, which, yes, I just said the second thing and nobody understood yeah, yeah, or yeah. knew who any of those people were. Including myself. But they were having a legitimate UFC fight, a legitimate competition. It was a very well-fought fight. Yeah. They were both happening at the same time. My eyes were completely just fixated on this <laughs> weird hellscape. Is it's designed to do that? It is, and it just felt so like black mirrory, like running in front of a treadmill and like watching just like trash happening. Yeah. And I felt like one of those people, <laughs> and I and I was just like, I disappointed myself a little bit that day, if I'm going to be honest. But it was a great time. <laughs> It is what it is, man. It was farcical. The whole thing was farcical. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, man. I didn't think we were going to go on about that. <laughs> oh, man. There was a thing I want to talk about, which I won't, because it's even more so people won't care. But, like, have you heard about this European Super League nope. happening with football? No. Nope. Basically, the richest clubs in Europe, the Real Madrid, the Barcelonas, and, and Manchester, all those clubs, right? Are considering doing a breakaway league where they just play each other, and like it won't. Get, there's no relegation. There's no promotion. It's just like you put, they pay each other, and you get paid billions of dollars. Mm. And the whole fucking sporting world is pissed off. Why? Because it removes the competition, right? Because usually it's it's in the European system. It's based on merit, right? You know what I mean? Like if if you are good enough, you play the best. But here it's just like if you have if you're chosen, you can join this competition. And, and who is the cho- and who is the deciding body? Uh, like the form the first. 12 clubs to have formed it. So, Manchester United, Man City, Chelsea, like all the biggest clubs, basically, they're, they're their own thing. That's why it's a big wank off. Right. But it supposedly, they, they're. It's basically the Star Awards of soccer. Yeah, mm. in a weird way. Yeah. But it's funny, though, because like the ramifications are huge because all the leagues are talking about like literally kicking the teams out of their own leagues. Wow. So, like, we'll see what happens. It's, it's actually very exciting. Oh, no wonder, like, all my soccer f- fan friends on Instagram are like. Yeah constantly posting things about Jose Mourinho and things like yeah. that. It's by far the biggest news story. Yeah, like, Jose like, Mourinho got like, fired. That's why. Yeah, no, but like in general, story. all my all my friends who, who who are into soccer, I've been looking at all of these people going like, "Oh my god, what a crazy week for soccer." It like, is a oh crazy week. It's like, crazy. Yeah. It's 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 nuts. It's like it's one of the biggest things that happened in sport, which is why at least I thought it was worth bringing up for those again, those three people <laughs> into sports from our listeners. Yeah. But yeah, can you imagine just like it would be the it, it would legit be the equivalent of like an OnlyFans soccer league like it would be like but like more the the, the thing that crazy that freaks me out is the thing that people are being kicked out can you imagine like the nba but without like the lakers the bulls the, yeah. the gold state warriors like just not there anymore so it's, it's weird it's yeah. crazy Who's, who knows what's gonna happen but the whole intention is that they would kick out they would only let in like the good teams right nope not the good teams the that's the problem. Is it's not necessarily the good teams. It's the teams that can that are rich. Oh, you know what I mean? right. Like for example, Tottenham and Arsenal are part of it, even though they're like barely in the top ten. In Isn't Tottenham Premier. the club that the Singapore guy owns? I'm not a hundred percent sure. The something Lim, Peter Lim. Yeah, I know he owns a Spanish team. I know he owns a team, and then apparently like fucked it. Like no, he, it's not Tottenham. Tottenham is owned by a guy named Daniel Levy. So yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about soccer because yep. I don't know or care. But it's interesting. <laughs> it's <laughs> to be fair, it's one of those things where like even if you're not a sports fan, it's actually a really interesting time and to see it people is, talk about it's like fascinating. Yeah, the angle on this for yeah. you is that people are like talking about like what is the purpose of sport. Like yeah. that's what people are doing. Like, mm. is the competitive nature of it? Mm. Is it the, the the community building and all that stuff? Yeah, so it's kind that of is true. Because like the beautiful thing about sport is that it's the most objective thing. 
like in a world where like there is facts and opposing facts and alternative facts, it is very satisfying and very like just the team. It, re- it restores yeah. the order of the world when like when you're in the world of sport because unless you're talking about prize fighting, boxing, that's all bullshit. But when you're talking about like soccer leagues, basketball leagues, whatever it is, it just comes down to who's better. Mm-hmm. There's no opinions here. It's just hardcore facts and occasionally referee Caillou. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's why that's why people get so pissed off at refs, right? Because it 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 affects the purity of the sport, whatever. Yeah, because it is meant to be just a competition. Of yeah, like, and like arguably, motto, arguably, arguably, early stoppage from for for Ben Askren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came right he up. He was argue. walking forward, and the referee stopped the fight. Yeah, that dude. But I swear to God, if the ref was like, "Go ahead," it'd be like five seconds before he was fucking like unconscious. Really? Yeah, I think he was not. It was just so upsetting to watch Jake Paul win, but yeah. also, like, I understand that in the larger scheme of things, this is how the story was always going to go. Because this thing is just going to skyrocket. Like, who the fuck is he going to fight next? The next person he fights has to be a legitimate fighter this time. I, mean, I just don't understand it, to be honest. Because, like, the whole thing about, like, these recent fights that Jake Paul has been in, it's all about, like, we everyone wants to see him get knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone is basing that on the assumption that he's a big mouth guy that can't fight. But he's kind of shown time and time again, albeit against much less skilled people, that he can. Maybe you should go against. So like, now, like the next person he fights has to be legitimate, and that is going to be even more compelling. And people, even more people, are going to watch. And that's how the whole fucking machine eats he should, his whole. Dude, he should fight Nate Diaz, but Nate Diaz can only use one hand. I'd watch that because mm. Nate Diaz can't fight anywhere, right? He He's should like, fight Francis Ngannou. <laughs> well, I mean, that's but Francis Ngannou can only use like two fingers. <laughs> um, sounds like he would just poke him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm three stooges. I, I I'm just upset because like I'm I'm I am eating it all up. Like I am buying what they're selling. You're consuming. Yeah, I hate it because yeah. it's so clearly this fucking cash grab, stupid fuck. I don't know. It just upsets me that I'm so invested, <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> like, I hate it. I absolutely do. But congratulations, I guess. Jake yeah, Paul. yeah. Good job. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. <sighs> so that's it for this week. That's Hope you guys have had a wonderful time um, going for a little trips back in the past. Um, and, you know, yeah, this is like a question. I feel like the whole theme of this episode is like, what a weird time we live in. <laughs> what a different time the 90s were. I don't know. I've seen everything. I, I, after I've seen like a TV ad for NFTs, it's like, wow. Hmm. What a world. What a world. And on that note, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for following us on Instagram. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, Otters United, we're going to have live shows this weekend. Please come. Yay. Tickets around Eventbrite. Look for us. Do it's it. It's going to be really fun. Uh, see you next week. Thanks for the hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang